Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey guys, hello and welcome to the A Life in Dublin podcast. This week, I'm going to speak to Melanie from Mexico. She's got a really interesting story. She moved to Dublin around seven years ago. She came for a holiday. She's now here seven years later, and she has started her own company here in in Dublin, in Ireland. So it's a really fascinating story and a really interesting one, and it was great to be able to speak to her. Before we listen to the podcast, I'm just going to ask you guys a favor. The other day I was speaking to someone who had listened to the podcast and she said she got some real value from it, especially the podcast that we spoke about, you know, the difficulties and challenges of moving to a new place. She said she found it really helpful and it was something that she needed to hear on that day. And that made a huge difference to me. It like gave me huge motivation to continue doing these. Um, and I was so happy to hear that it made a difference with just one person. I'd love to continue that and to continue growing it so that we could continue to make a difference with even more people. So please, 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 I'd really appreciate it if you can share the podcast with a friend or if you can give us a quick rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to us. Thanks, guys, and enjoy the podcast. In Ireland, we love a good story, and I'm lucky enough to be able to chat to people from all over the world to hear their story and to hear about their life in Dublin. In this podcast, we want to be able to learn from the stories of others so that people who have recently moved to Dublin can get the most out of their time here. I went for a cycle this morning, and if you know, you know Hoth. Yeah. Um, and it's for me, it's like one of my favorite parts of, of the city, but especially if I have time and I want to do a little bit of exercise to take my bike and go up the hill and down. And I, I'm actually sunburned today and it wasn't even that sunny. Yeah, but now it's, it's really sunny. Now is a perfect day because in the morning 
such a good day, but it was a bit cloudy. Yeah. So. So I, I was kind of wondering, like you're you're obviously uh, Latina. You you just don't have to worry about these things in, in Dublin, right? Do you ever put sun cream on? After seven years, of course, I can feel the difference between the weather. So for me, for example, today is hot. Yeah. You know, I cannot say like ah, it's a normal day in Ireland because it's not true. But yes, I I'm using. But when you say always. it's hot, you you mean like you actually feel hot like warm yes sure mm -hmm. like like you can walk in the street without a jacket with a blazer so for a normal weather in ireland is it's pretty cool yeah, so yeah. it's not normal so i should say i i should say um i'm chatting today to Maleni from mexico uh, so thanks so much for being here i really really appreciate you coming um you said that you've been here for seven years yes how was the um, describe a little bit to me that the the first year that you were here my first year was um a bit difficult for i think for every latin people who came to ireland especially in my case i didn't came for a reason to study or to stay long than three months i just came for a holidays for two months and then i'm starting like open my own way working with the different things i know as, as a tourist but you can do it and then in the owner from one of the schools, he proposed me to work at the school and to study at the same time. So that's a big, a big, big, no big. No way. So you came point. here. I didn't realize that. You came here for a holiday. Yeah, yes, for And holidays. seven years later, you're here. Yes. But in, in the back of your mind, was there any point where you were like, before you came to, to Ireland, what, did you have a thought in your head? Oh, if there's an opportunity, I might stay. Or was it just like, I'm going no, on holidays? Not really, because before I came to Ireland, like two, three years before, I came from to study my degree in Germany for a month. So I didn't like Europe. So it was like everything closed very early, the weather, the money, expenses, everything. So What part of Germany were you in? Dusseldorf. Okay. Close, close to Dusseldorf. And, and you didn't enjoy the experience there? Not really. It was just for a month. So mm, then yeah. we were traveling with all the friends, but it's not the same. So when I came to see one of my best friends in Ireland, I came just for two months. It was like just two months because I didn't like the experience to live in Europe. Mm. And in Mexico, I had a great life, a good job and amazing with my family time and whatever. So yeah. I didn't realize or didn't like it to stay like too long in, in Europe, not just in Ireland. So then staying here in, in Dublin, I got a proposal to to work. Okay. And I'm studying marketing. So I started working as a marketing and sales. And then as well, another kind of jobs, you know, like a minder, cleaner. Mm. But this, the, the first and the most important jobs that I got it since I arrived in Ireland was in marketing. Yeah. So, well, that's, that's an amazing opportunity that you had. And I guess... So when you when you say that you first of all you came to Germany you came to Europe and you didn't really like it compared to the life that you had in Mexico. Exactly. Um so was that really more because of the culture? I think so because yeah because as well for example in in Mexico I had my own car house you mm. know here you must share at the beginning or it's a bit difficult to get a lot of things by your own. Uh, and then as well, I came with the money as a tourist. I didn't came with money with a like to expect to, to expect to have a life for eight months. Yeah, like as normal student. 
Yeah. So. So what was then? Because I imagine you know you have your group of friends, you have your family. Have you said you had your job, your car in Mexico, right? Then you you came to Dublin. You had an opportunity with a school, which is amazing, right? But when you weighed those two things in your head, you're like, oh, I can just go home and continue my life in Mexico. I've got a nice life there. I've got um, everything I want. When you got the opportunity to work here, what was it that made you stay instead of going back to Mexico? Because of course, here you can earn more money. Yeah. Without any like you know in mexico you are working hard for to get like a not like an amazing salary but if you compare with ireland so you can get in mexico with a full-time job a part-time salary in ireland so you can compare that and even in mexico i have an, a good position in in the company but it's not the same and second of course i realized like okay here in ireland i have a contract in my area so it's not the same after six, seven months to stay in another country, mm. back home and say, okay, what do you do? You know, like, you got an experience in what? Okay, I got experience in English because when I came here, I didn't speak English. But that, like, the plus, like, okay, but I'm doing what I, I know to do, what I like to do. Yeah. So after two months, I started working in the school. I was a, a Latin, all the Latin market was in my responsibility so mm. i learned as well to speak portuguese so wow. not, not just with spanish speakers as mm -hmm. well with portuguese speakers mm. so like that so like that i still in, in that uh, school then another school called me to work with them so it's why i'm stay here mm. so after a long time and now i got the company yeah uh, so i'm definitely gonna speak about that so this um has evolved from <laughs> going on a holiday from Mexico to, to Dublin now to seven years later, having your own company in Ireland. And, and we're going to speak about that, but I'll, I'll come back to it a little bit at the end. I want to get to know more about those early years first, because um, you're here seven years now, which is which is great. And it's, a lot, it's almost a decade, if you can think of it. Uh, but so many people who listen to this are maybe they could be two years, three years, three months. Um, I spoke to someone uh, the other day who was listening to the podcast and, and they're only here for like two months. So those, the, the experiences that those people are having, a lot of them might be going through difficult times. You said it's difficult. Of course. Um, what, what is it that, um, what would you say to them to maybe motivate them to to keep going or they might be feeling homesick and they're like oh you know what i'm just going to take a flight home and sometimes listen that's the right thing to do i'm uh, everybody's sure, different because we can deal with a lot of different students so my my best what i can say is like with your attitude you can get everything mm. you know because sometimes for sure you when you are going to move out from home you wanted to have the same, but you must understand that you are coming in a new country with a new language, with a new culture, opportunities. So if you keep your, your mind closed, it's going to be a bit hard to get what you want. Mm. But if you really want something and you go, you know, so you can get it. So of course it's difficult about like, okay, maybe I never wanted to be as a cleaner, for example, but it's the only way that I can start it. So if I want to be a manager from, I don't know, from a restaurant or cleaner, 
why not to start with zero? Yeah, that's so, actually a complaint I, I hear a lot from a lot of people. Uh, and I totally get it. It's like, you know, I'm qualified as a, oh, I don't know, a physiotherapist um, in my country. And here I'm working as, as a waiter or as a waitress or something like that. And they're obviously unhappy doing it. And like you said, I think it is like you, you, that's the early days, right? When you come here and you have those experiences. And the reality is a lot of the time people are working in those jobs because they don't speak English to a good enough level to have um, a job in their own um, field. But I think though that moment will come if you stick it out. Like if you're not going to be a cleaner forever, um, you're not going to be waiting tables forever unless that's what you want to do, obviously. But people who come here and have qualifications, that's one thing that I think, as you said, if you have that closed mindset and, and get very frustrated about what you're doing, then, and I have seen this, more than likely you won't stick it out here um, because those opening months can be difficult. Exactly. And I'm, I'm, I guess we're speaking primarily here for people who um are not native english speakers it's different if you come from australia or the uk or exactly. the states but, but or even if you came with a good qualification of english so as well if you're latin from latin america it's going to be a bit hard so it's the same when i spoke with people like okay you have the english that's perfect so you got more than others but it doesn't mean you're going to get a sponsor straight away you mm. know it's like you must do as well to think like like um you came by zero. So the best and the most important thing is that you, you, you came here to learn from everywhere, from every everyone as well, because people who is beside you can teach you or can help you more than you think. Yeah. So mm. I think it's to be like, to be honest with yourself, to say like, okay, so I, I'm, I'm here. So just to come here, just to move out from your house is a big, big challenge. So yeah. just that. It's yeah. just that you, you leave your comfort zone. Yeah. So it's a, the first point that I say, okay, you leave. That is the most important. You are here. Or we have people as well to say, like, I need to back to my country because I get lost in, in, in the bus. And it's like, and? Yeah. So get an experience. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be sad. Just get that experience. And that's all. No, because what happened if one day I do the same? And it's like, okay, you can grab a taxi and back home. Yeah. It that's a great attitude to have. How did you? Are you? Is that kind of something that's natural to you? That's that you've always had that attitude, or did you learn to develop that attitude? Always, I had that kind of attitude. I think so. From home, you learn that as well. So I think for my family, I learned to find a solution and don't say something before you know. Like don't give excuses. Give me a solution. Okay, I got lost. Perfect. I got a taxi. If you are late, take a taxi. So some some things like that that I spoke with the students as well. Like you must find a solution. Or people who came to Ireland and asked, like, okay, who is coming for me? How mm. is coming for you? So you arrive, you relax, and tomorrow we can have a meeting. Yeah, but you are gonna send someone to collect me. Why? Mm. You, yeah. you can have a Google Maps, but I don't know how can I use. Yeah, I, I, you know, and it's like Google, my friend. No, no, like, no, sorry, but I can't. So that that obviously 
you're right it takes a certain level of maturity maybe and you're lucky that you learned that from a young age or that you were educated in that way um, yeah. and so that's obviously you have a lot of credit to give to your to your family for that um, I, I think yes it's great we, we sometimes I think we presume people can figure it out but yeah you do have to have that it's a challenge I remember like there's times when I got we spoke about frustrations when I was living abroad I was living in Spain and I got like really frustrated at silly things right super silly thing it was one of my first weeks when I was over there and I didn't know how to speak Spanish at this time right so I was a little bit hungover and I wanted to get um like something to eat and it was a Sunday and there was not that many places open on Sunday there so I found this little cafe restaurant I went in and I asked for like a bocadillo you know which is like yes. a, a sandwich or a roll or something like that but whatever I don't remember but whatever way I was saying I must have been saying it wrong I was probably saying baco dio or something like that I probably mixed up the vowels okay. because you know for an English speaker who learns yeah. Spanish we mix up the vowels all the time because we they're not so important so, in English but in, exactly. in Spanish like one vowel can make a huge <laughs> difference and um, so anyway but I remember the guy he, he just he didn't understand what I was saying fair enough right I was probably speaking like an absolute idiot but at the same time I was like come on man context like I'm here you sell sandwiches and stuff I'm not asking for you know a train ticket yes exactly. yes. <laughs> yeah absolutely you know anyway he was like I we couldn't have this conversation we couldn't have clear communication so I just had to leave without any food and that was incredibly frustrating I was hung over I was like how could he not understand like you know I was getting really angry and so you walk around for about 20-30 minutes like really pissed off and really annoyed and then you have to learn I guess to as you say get over it find a solution what are you gonna do okay I'm still hungry you know okay. and then you got to figure it out so you got to try and learn the language so that the next time that doesn't happen again um, and it's really embarrassing and my instinct is to go that was his fault that was this country's fault I'm really annoyed but obviously it's couldn't Something be more different. the opposite opposite yes, absolutely um, and it was my fault and basically you had to learn to take responsibility for things um, and I think that's what you're saying you have to when you when you move here you kind of have to take responsibility for your attitude you have to take responsibility for for your decision for your decision exactly exactly. yeah your decision is where like uh, leave your country Mm. so and you know what kind of like here is english so it's the first point like don't get mad like people is just speaking in english so it's like you came for this country you had that decision or someone pushed you to do that no i want it so let's do it yeah yeah Seven years later, you've started your own company. Three years ago, I opened the company. Well, three years ago. So you're now running it. You're the CEO of, of, of World2Go, which, yeah. well, tell, tell us a little bit about them and what you do, you guys do. So I'm so happy because after four years uh, helping people with directly with schools to choose the best opportunity for them, I decided to open my own company. The, the name is World2Go. So three years since April 19 that we opened that the company is amazing because at the moment is more than 2,000 students in the wow. company and the family is growing up. Why I say that it's a family? Because everybody is part of this project in my life 
And second is not just a student. So everybody helped each other. Everybody stayed there for everybody. So that's the most important thing. The last couple of days we have the um, a, an amazing event with DJs. And even the DJs say like, wow, your, your company is a family because everybody came here and other people from other agencies or people who doesn't have an agency. They came with me to say like, really, thank you because maybe you can put maybe so private this party, you know, like no more people with them, we take a pictures and whatever, but you say, go and do it. And that's the point because I think so when you share the cake, you enjoy it. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely. for everybody, we are going to have clients, students, people. But I think so when you do really, really your, your job, like you really enjoy what you are doing, is the most special thing. So, so you, you, you moved here, had the experience, and then essentially you've set up a company around yeah. uh, moving to Dublin, learning English and integrating into society here. Yeah. Um, do you think that your own experience and the, the amount of joy that you got from it um, was one of the things that made you want to start this company so that you could give this to other people? Exactly, because for, for me, the most important is to help people, you know? Mm. How I started here, how was my life here, how I can share with them that it's not easy, but it's not pos impossible. So people who came here to say, like, when I open a company, it's like, yeah, sure, do it. Work for that, you know? If I did, everybody can do it. Though. Yeah. So it's not just by myself, it's about everybody, but you must to be constant. So that's the problem with a lot of people, or I can see a lot of friends that they start opening their own companies. And at the end, it's like, no, why not? Because I don't have time. I didn't have clients. It's like, but why not? So you must keep going. If it's yeah. something, because at the end, for example, with myself, people ask me, for you, is your job and your life or what kind of this? And it's like, it's my hobby. Because I really love to do that. Yeah. Because even I'm, I have the agency. I was working in other kind of jobs that I enjoy too. So sometimes I don't have time for both, but I can, I, I, I can do it. You know. Yeah. So that's the point. I think so. The the best um, point in the life is to enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. So because at the end you are not gonna feel you are working. Mm. So. Do you ever see yourself um, live, moving back to Mexico? Sometimes. Now in April, I'm back for a month, but I was traveling for all Mexico with the company. So I couldn't see my family just yeah. three days. So now I'm back one month ago for 20 days. So it was really nice. The point is in Mexico now the it's very insecure. And, but we don't know, you know, to stay with family close. Yes, absolutely. Of course, I miss them. But the quality of life is much better here. Mm. So, but it's the point, you know, mm. your point of view. So maybe in one day I can say, okay, I'm back home for a few months and then I'm back here. But especially last year, I can feel my house is, or my home is here in Ireland and Mexico. Mm. So every time that I'm back home is to say like, I really want to back home, but it's like, I want to back to Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's now your home, I guess. We spoke about this on, on, on the podcast a few weeks ago um, and we were talking about how home is a, is more of a feeling than a place or at least you should yeah. try and make it that way. Um, well, obviously it depends on, like for me, it's when I was growing up, home was definitely a place and even through my mid-twenties and then 
I think I had to learn. I'm still learning to make home a sense of a feeling as opposed to a place. And I think if you can accomplish that, it's a pretty powerful um, thing to to have, like to have that feeling of I can be home anywhere because it's it's a feeling inside of me as opposed yeah. to obviously you've got your family and friends, which which will always be important over there. Um, listen, I'm obsessed with Mexican food, and I, I I have to I have to talk about this a little bit. Um, obviously, it's not the same here. That's a stupid thing to say, uh, but if you were going to have Mexican food tonight or tomorrow, whatever, where would you go? Okay, so I'm going to salsa restaurant or El Grito. El Grito, I know. Yeah, salsa, no? Salsa, you know, I actually don't. So El Grito, you told me, yeah, last time. Yeah, uh, it's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where's salsa? Salsa, they have two, two places, one close to O'Connell Station and the other in close to Henry Street, but the other side. Mm. So they open one one new restaurant there. And from a, from a Mexican, is it genuinely good Mexican yes. food? Yes, in salsa, the barbacoa is amazing. So okay. if you go oh, there, cool. it's really, really nice. I'm not sure I've ever had barbacoa before. In, you never tried barbacoa? No, I don't think so. It's weird. Not Mexican <laughs> traditional barbacoa. I've never had it before, I don't think. Okay. Have you ever tried cochinita pibil? I don't think so. <laughs> okay, so it's it's kind of the, the really nice Mexican food, but as well, for example, you can find now uh, many Mexicans and many Latin American people are selling food as well. Yeah. So I have a lot of friends and students where they are selling tamales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really nice tamales that yeah that you can say wow, or people who is selling food per week. Yeah. So every day you have a different menu. I am. Um recently went to i don't know if you if you know clontarf um in clontarf there's a, a pub called the yacht sorry i'm getting a bit dislocated in my in my mind so it's close to the yacht but it wasn't in the grounds of the yacht so there's um food food court there called oh my god the names are all gone for me i think it's like lots and co but in the car park there's a food truck and they're selling tacos okay um and I'm going to try and find the name, and if anybody's curious, I'll put it in the notes uh, or the description of this podcast. But for me, it was the best taco. I've never been to Mexico. I will go 100% in my future. I've got no doubt about that if I have the opportunity. Um, but it was the nicest taco I've had in my life. <laughs> um, taco of Baracoa taco, pastor taco. It was pork. Um, I can't remember the names exactly. You'll have okay. to forgive me on that. Listen, if you go, I think there was three options or maybe four. There might have been a veggie, a beef, a chicken and a pork. I went okay. for the chicken and pork um, and it was delicious. Really, wow. really good. Um, Do you try as well the horchata water? The horchata water, or yes. Jamaica? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. the most yeah. delicious Yeah, they're really find. nice. Yeah, really sure. nice. Um. We kind of flown through this, but I'm going to ask you one of the questions that we normally finish with. Um, first of all, what would be one of your favorite places in Dublin? I don't want you to tell me you're like the favorite because that's too difficult a question. But one of your favorite places in Dublin. My favorite places. So I can, depends on what point of view, you know, but as my age as well. So at the moment is Bad Bob's. Mm. to go there to spend time with friends because it's one of the places that you can speak, mm. sing, 
mm. or dancing at the same time. So mm. at the moment is one of the best. But if you say one maybe on the weekend for summer, like those days. So Stephen's room that is very close to to city center, that's amazing. Just to chill out. So, exactly. Yeah. So it depends what do you want or what you're looking for. Mm. And you're a great person to ask this next question because you so frequently are speaking to people who have just moved or who are about to move. And actually, that's kind of your job is to give advice to these people. <laughs> yeah. So if you're speaking to someone, let's say they contact you um, and they're, let's say, Melanie, I, I want to move to Dublin uh, next month. Is there any like one piece of advice you would give me before I move? At the moment, I can say if, before you move, no. Because mm. it's amazing that you took a decision to do mm -hmm. that. But yes, come prepare. Why? Because especially before the rent, the price of the rent, for example, was very... Before COVID, was a very high prices. Mm. So obviously with COVID, the prices was very low. Yeah. So at the moment, the demand is amazing with people who is coming. So of course, the prices increase again. Yeah. So if you put on the balance, like to say, I'm looking for a rent, maybe 400 euros monthly, sharing room, you know? So no, put a budget a little bit higher. Why? Because if you came with a budget very low, you're going to get very difficult to find quickly. Yeah. You know, for people who is looking for something, accommodation or houses and everything as well we have accommodation in the agency mm, so amazing. we can give you even though it's, it's not because you're a student or not from the agency we have as well that service for everyone amazing so that's a good point because our accommodation are very nice so it's two and three people in the room and the prices are very like if you compare with the hostels so it's really 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 nice but it's, it's that come with more money as yeah. usual so or really come with the, the, the money that the government asks you why because sometimes they don't come with anything so that's the reason get difficult mm. but if you can prepare so I, I don't i can't see any trouble you know yeah and do it try to find an apartment a house a vacancy why because most of the people came to say like i just send an emails yeah but it's not the point go for interviews yeah talk to people exactly yeah man um, so, it's 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 what I keep, people keep saying over and over again um someone said to me a few weeks I think it was melinda uh, on his podcast he said um he, his words were don't kind of come like a hippie you know it's not exactly. the type of place like don't come going out I'll, I'll i'll figure it out when i get there it, exactly. it's probably not the right place to come and do that you need to have either something prepared before you come or you need to have the finances to be able to afford time where you can have a look around so that you're not in a, a crazy rush or stress to find somewhere at least for two months you know and then you you must to keep going like check with friends go out because as well is another point like it not makes sense that you came to ireland to stay just at home yeah I, I I totally agree. So <laughs> it's like how you are going to improve your English, how yeah. you are going to do something. So you must yeah. to meet people, yeah. you must to go out. Yeah. So it's the most important thing. Like don't don't close your your world just to stay at home mm -hmm. or just to cry because you don't have a job and you don't have any money. So it's like come on, so yeah. go out, get out there, go for exactly. it, enjoy it, uh, learn from it. You'll be frustrated like I was, like you were, 
But it's normal, you know, it's part of your life. Exactly. So... And you have to have the, as you said, not have the, but try to build the attitude because not everybody exactly. was given the attitude that you have. But if you don't have it, that's fine. But you can try to create it. You can try to build it. That attitude of it's okay. I'm going to keep going. Um, Melanie, it's been an absolute pleasure having you here. Thank you so much for coming and being on the podcast. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you to you to invite me to see you again. Yeah, yeah. And really, I'm yeah. so grateful with you. Perfect. <laughs> Thanks, Melanie. Thank you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 less than clay litter pretty litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness it's the world's smartest kitty litter Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.